0: And so I was able to position it in a way as, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, like, if you choose to opt out, like, those are the words I used. So I just sent them an email, and I said, like, hey, this is happening. You know, the governor has made this order, the safer at home order. So what we're going to do is we're going to do these online. And this is really fun.
1: Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Brie Noble. Brie is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Brie's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Brie is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Bree Noble and I want to welcome you to the Female Entrepreneur Musician where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And we've been doing a series called Embracing the New Music Economy. And it's really gotten me thinking about what I can bring to you on the podcast that can be really practical and helpful during this time of transition. I really believe that we are in a time of transition. This is not a time of pause. This is a time where things are going to be shifting in the way that people consume things, the way that people buy things. And I don't think it's gonna go back to the way that it was. It some things will go back. I do believe live events will come back, but certain things will not change or will will be adding these new opportunities. And this is one of them, the one that I'm going to bring to you today. And it is getting your private lessons online. So whether you have been a teacher and you've been teaching some private lessons and now you're like oh my gosh i can't be with my students anymore Um, not only can i not social distance but now in a lot of places you can't even gather with more than one person outside of your family so or maybe you haven't been teaching and you've been thinking this is the perfect opportunity for me to jump on board i haven't wanted to teach because i didn't have a good teaching space or i just I was doing other things, I was busy gigging all the time, but maybe I'd like to give this a go. Figuring out how to make this available online is really important and I've gotten some emails from people and they're like, I have no income because my entire studio um, is in person. And I was like, well, have you tried going online? And they're like, I have no idea how to do that. So I decided to bring my friend Tiffany on here from the Star Singer podcast, starsinger.co. Um, She's a good friend of mine and we were just talking the other few weeks ago and she was telling me how she got all of her students quickly onboarded to being online. And so I thought that would be a really great conversation for you today. But before we jump into the interview, I just want to let you know that over the past year, Tiffany has brought a free training to my community a couple of times, and we've made it available for you guys. If you love her style and you want to be able to learn from her as a vocal coach, um, she's got a free training, and you can find that at starsinger.co/slash/bree-free-training. So that's starsinger.co slash B-R-E-E free training. And she will teach you her system for creating captivating performances. And remember, like performances are not just live in person now. We're talking about live streaming. We're talking about creating great performances when you're recording yourself even. So this is not just applying to live performances. So this is absolutely still relevant today. All of my students are going live constantly on different social media or they're creating some live performance recordings to send to people that they had gigs scheduled with. So this is still totally relevant. So I want you to go check that out at starsinger.co slash Brie Free Training. All right, let's jump into my interview with Tiffany Van Boxtel of Star Singer. I am so excited to be here with my friend, Tiffany Van Boxtel. I can't believe I've never had her on the podcast. I've actually done two free workshops for my community with her before. And now I'm realizing, gosh, I've never had her on the podcast. So I'm so glad that I was able to bring her in to talk to you guys today. This is part of our new series, Embracing the New Music Economy. And I wanted to bring Tiffany in because she has really embraced the new music economy in the way that she had some private students and she was able to so easily bring them online. Now I'm not saying that this was a simple process, but she streamlined this whole thing and didn't lose any of them. They were all able to just come online and be able to continue their lessons with her. And I've heard from many of you guys um, through emails that you know, you've had a private studio, and now you didn't know how to pivot that. You, you lost all of your, your clients, and I don't want that to happen to you. Or maybe you've thought about teaching, but you didn't have a good space to teach in. You know, this is something that you can use. So um, first of all, before we get into all of that, I just want Tiffany to give you a little bit of background on her, um, you know, singing experience and how she got into teaching.
0: Okay. Hi, <laughs> I'm Tiffany. Thanks for having me, Brie. <laughs> um, I graduated from college, small liberal arts conservatory at Lawrence University with music education vo- and vocal performance degree. So they're both bachelor of musics in vocal performance and music education. I wanted to be a high school choir teacher because choir is my jam. Mm, me too. Um, yeah, I love choir so much. And while I was in college, I had a couple of people, I was teaching karate at the time, and I had a couple of people in the community. um, They knew I was going to the conservatory, and so they were like, "Hey, can you teach my son or daughter voice lessons? And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Uh, I did not feel qualified at the time because I was a student. I was just like taking a vocal ped class or something. But I realized that I was pretty good at it. It was a great way as a college student to earn extra money. I was like, 20 bucks a half an hour? Yeah, sign me up. Let's do this. I will teach. I will teach. So, <laughs> excuse me. So by the time I graduated from college, I had a full studio of about 30, 30 people. I thought it was pretty full. It was enough for me to say, hey, let's put this application process for teaching in schools on hold and see where this takes me. So then it grew to about 60 people, which got, no, it was like too much. So I was like, oh my gosh. And and that's where the membership came in. So I guess that's a little bit about the background and how this became a thing very organically.
1: That's awesome. And I love that because if if you guys are singer songwriters or you know you're out there and performing in the community I can pretty well bet that people have come up to you like this and said wow you know you're awesome I love your singing can you teach my son or daughter cuz I got that all the time and at that point I really considered going into teaching and I just decided I'd rather do I'd rather teach other things like marketing and stuff like I do now um, but I definitely could have gone that route. And they just tend to come to you organically because you're out there singing and performing and people like what you're doing. So if this has happened to you and you hadn't thought about teaching because maybe you're like, oh, I don't have any space to teach and stuff that that what we're talking about today about being able to do this online might really be an option for you. Um, so we'll get into how she transitioned some of these people into a membership later, but I want to talk about so she's got this membership, but she's also got these private students because she still loves working with people one-on-one. So how many people were you still working with one-on-one and how did you start transitioning them onto into online when all of this quarantine stuff started happening?
0: So right now there are about 30 singers in the studio. And when this happened, I had online students exclusively and so I just heard about it and it was just a very natural transition okay we're going to put these people online because in my studio which I highly recommend um, they pay bi-monthly so they pay every two months in a session and they pay for it upfront. like there's no refunds you miss your lesson you miss your lesson highly recommend it otherwise <laughs> all kinds of problems start there's of course you know, some extreme policy things that are in place that do allow a little flexibility for sickness or predetermined vacation
1: days, that kind of thing. But it helps you have a steady income. So you're not stressed about like, if this person cancels, I'm not getting paid.
0: Well, and my time, because if you think about, okay, so-and-so wants to reschedule, especially back in the day when there were 60 people, an average of five people every week would ask to reschedule. And if we rescheduled, that's 10 hours of my time wasted, five hours wasted, right? No, right. two and a half hours wasted and two and a half that they had already paid for. So together, you know, that's five. So if you think about it that way and with 60 people, there's, there simply isn't, isn't not any space to reschedule your lesson. So, and for them, I mean, they need to commit when they commit, they get better results. So, When this happened, my current session was March, April. So, this happened around what, mid-end of March for me in Wisconsin, where they started, things started to turn into businesses shutting down. So, I rented out of a studio, uh, Island Music, and they were, of course, deemed (laughs) non-essential. How dare they!
1: vocals are so essential
0: (laughs) i know uh so i guess theoretically i could have safely you know traveled the five minutes via car directly into the music studio where i have a key and i would be the only one in there but i would still be teaching these lessons online it would just be a matter of where i wanted to set up my space but i just chose to stay home um more on that later maybe (laughs) (laughs) Um, but when this happened, I thought, okay, these people have already paid. So what we're going to do is we're going to position this online. And for me in my head, it was no question. Like, I'm not going to give you a choice because actually in Nina, Nina, Wisconsin, they have been deemed the only school district that can support online learning and still get credit for that because we can assume that everyone have has access to the internet mm. which is a huge deal so i knew if the public school system could do it i could do it too and even if they can't i mean how many people who are taking private lessons have access to the internet i mean if it's a socioeconomic thing people who are taking private lessons have access to the internet we can pretty much assume that so you're not making any like bold assumptions here And so I was able to position it in a way as, hey, this is what we're doing. You know, like, if you choose to opt out, like, those are the words I used. So I just sent them an email, and I said, like, hey, this is happening. You know, the governor has made this order, the Safer at Home order. So what we're going to do is we're going to do these online. And this is really fun. And a couple of students have already tried this. And it's become more engaged. They've become more engaged. And they really had. Because you have to learn in a different way. You know, they have to focus in a different way. You have to use your ears in a different way. Because you can't visually see the entire body. Um, There needs to be, like, some sort of call and response. So you're working different learning muscles, so to speak. And so it's a really good opportunity to do that online. And I knew this. and I'm passionate about that. So I think that came across in the original email. Like, this is a great opportunity. Like, this is not going to be worse. Like, this is not going to be worth any less. This is going to be a great opportunity for you to learn in a different way. And it's fun and it's more engaging. And here are the two easy steps to get yourself set up. You know, boom. If you're choosing to opt out, let me know. You know, and nobody chose to opt out. There were a couple of, you know, they were a little apprehensive about how it worked, but were willing to give it a try. And they just followed the step-by-step directions. And voila, they have their first voice lesson. And I asked everyone at the end, I was like, well, how did this go, you know, compared to you know, what you expected? And they were like, wow, it was really fun. Like I didn't expect it to be so fun and, and easy, you know? And I actually got a lot out of it. I didn't think it would be as valuable as a real lesson like in person, but it was awesome. You know, they really liked
1: it. That's so cool. And I love that you just basically said, this is what's happening (laughs) because sometimes if we give people too many choices, they'll be like, I don't know. And I'm not sure I want to try this. And you know, Nope, this is what's happening. And lucky for you, they had already paid. So it was a little easier. Um, Do you have any recommendations for people if they don't do it that way of how they can, you know, convince people to to move over and do it online and still and still pay for it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, just go for it. Try to position it in a way that is positive for them. You know, I've I've talked with a lot of voice teachers and I can tell that their mindset right away is this isn't going to be as valuable mm-hmm. or this is going to be hard. And subconsciously, you're going to transfer that to your people that you're working with. So I think you really need to think about it with an open mind. And when you do that, you can position it in a way that's a win for everybody. You know, if you come at it and you're like, well, we're going to try this thing online. I'm not sure how it's going to go. But like, (laughs) let's do this. Yeah, of course, no one's going to want to do it. Yeah, you're going to get resistance. But if you position it, like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a great opportunity. We can still do this. Like, and I think some of the parents of the teens are really enjoying it because it's giving them something to do right now. You know, they have something to look forward to that's structured. And their parents don't have to stop and take them. You know, if they're under under 16, they can't drive. They don't have to stop what they're doing and take them to lessons. Like, it's very convenient. Like, I'm actually – wondering when this is over, how many people are going to just want to continue to do their lesson online instead? That's
1: exactly what I was going to ask you because there are some benefits to it, especially for, you know, parents that don't have time are working, can't drive their kids. That's why, you know, my daughter isn't involved in like a ton of different things because it would be hard for me to get her to all of them, you know, and this makes that an option.
0: It's easier for me, too, because I, okay, so seriously, I live a five-minute walk away from my studio, like, I am not kidding. I can walk there in five minutes. But just somehow the act of doing it at home, I just, it's super chill. Mm. Like, five minutes before I can work, I can do whatever I want up until five minutes, and then I am just push a button, and there you are, you know, with your face, and we're here, we're ready to go. It's so efficient.
1: Did you, did you kind of cordon off a certain space in your house for doing it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I still have to, because of the way it's set up, I still have, you can see well, if you're not We're on, on video, video.
1: So they can't can you, see you, but you, I can.
0: I've got a piano in the background and I just kind of like position that right here and I have an L-shaped desk. And so it creates a nice um, kind of square with the piano. Um, and then you know they have a background so I just have to move a thing over plug a thing in um, and then I just put my iPad on my music stand Mm. which is like a really good hack just put your iPad on your music stand
1: (laughs) perfect yeah it's it's it has to it doesn't have to be complicated for sure and I think that you know what you said about the the mindset that you have about how valuable it is, is really important and what you get across to the students or potential students. And I've had several actually, um, like celebrity voice teachers on here that, that teach touring artists that you all would know the names of. Um, and they do all online lessons because these people are on tour. They can't just follow them around the country. You know what I mean? So if it's good enough for, um, you know, A Great Big World or Sarah Bareilles or any of those people, it's good enough for your private students.
0: Well, and you get the option too. Like, if I were te- taking voice lessons, like, I would have to find somebody locally, you know, which I'm not too far removed from my original voice teacher in the first place, but you, as a musician, get to choose whoever you want. That's right. You're not confined to, you know, that local voice teacher who may not be a good fit for you
1: totally so talk a little bit about what you had to prepare to get these people onboarded because I know I remember we talked during the week that you were onboarding these people and it was like whoa you know it was a a lot of stuff that I had to prepare in advance but once I did that and got it all out to them it was super smooth
0: yeah the process itself was easy but just the fact that I did it with like 30 people right made it Made, and and just checking in because if I'm do, I'm doing like ten lessons a day three days a week, so just kind of checking in and thinking ahead because the lessons are back to back, making sure everybody gets on and everyone gets their own link. So I use Zoom, and I just created a separate meeting for everybody, titled it with their name, so they get their own personal Zoom link. Now what this does is it allows everybody to be on time for their lesson without interrupting somebody else. So if you were in your own personal Zoom room, for example, and someone showed up to their lesson early, it would be interrupting another lesson. So everyone has their own Zoom link. And like when it's time for Evelyn's lesson, I just push start next to Evelyn's name and voila. But I just sent them all like the same email. I changed their name. And then I changed their Zoom link, which I created for them. So I created a Zoom meeting for them, literally like four clicks. Mm. And then copy and pasted an email that I crafted that took me like 10 minutes. To, so you, you know,
1: created like a recurring Zoom meeting for each person. Yeah. So like every week on Tuesday at 3.30 is this person.
0: Yep. Yep. And then, yeah, just sent them the email with two steps. Download Zoom. When it's time for your lesson, click this link like easy um and then after they got the hang of that we did our first lesson just like that to just kind of not give them too much information right Right. away to be overwhelming and then the second lesson was about making sure that they had the resources and the materials to thrive now that they've had this experience and they understand what I'm talking about when I'm talking about, oh, there's there's a slight delay. Mm-hmm. Oh, if we're singing at the same time, we're not actually gonna be singing at the same time. Um, oh, if you if I play the music on my end, you're not gonna be able to sing with it on your end. You know, they're gonna have this experience already. So now when I send them additional resources, like Hey, here's a track for you. Play this on your end when you do your warm ups. They're going to understand it a little bit better. Whereas if I sent that in the first email, they would have been like, What are you talking about? So, that's a really
1: good point because they'll be like, Well, why can't you just play it like you always do? You know, so they have to understand. Yeah. Once you've experienced it, or if you've ever tried to sing with someone on Zoom, you know exactly why you need that. Yeah. (laughs) It's not easy.
0: So then it was about giving them the resources and luckily I have a membership with a bunch of videos and audios that they would be able to play on their end and warm up to. But, you know, just starting out, you could just record a basic warm up on your iPhone, you know, that you're doing for that week and, you know, do it in two ranges, male and female, and then send it over for them to play on their side as their vocal warm-up, and then, or your exercises. And then you can like critique them on their exercises, give them feedback and then they can do it again. And then when it comes to songs, you know, the same thing, you know, make sure they have another device to play either their backing track or the track that you recorded for them, accompaniment or their part, you know, some of these kids can plunk out their own parts so I was like, okay, awesome. You know, that was part of their assignment. Like, record your melody line here, you know, so that we have it for our lesson next week.
1: And do you experience any issues with the audio with Zoom? Like, is it does it does it clip the audio? Does it make it really hard to hear the quality of their singing?
0: No. No. That's good. It's it's easy. And there's been a lot of resistance in the teacher community about that. And I think like Warning, warning, strong opinion. You just have to get over yourself. And if you're not a good enough teacher, you're not going to be able to handle it. But if you, like, have confidence in yourself and you know what's going on, that audio quality is going to be just fine. Like, there's a little delay. You have to get used to waiting a little bit longer on each end so you know you don't interrupt each other. mm mm-hmm. um, The only sound quality pro tip is if they're singing and they're standing too close and they're starting to cut out, a lot of people think that might be like an internet issue or this is just how online lessons work and they don't. But really all you have to do is have them step back about, I don't know, at least six feet. I would try at least six feet. If they're a really, really loud singer, have them step back a little bit further if mm. possible. Cause what's happening is they're overloading the speakers and it's like distorting and that's why it's like clipping out. So just have them step back. Easy peasy.
1: And did the students have to have any particular equipment? Could they do this on their phone or do they, you know, do they need an iPad or a computer or any device,
0: any device that worked with zoom works. So right now that's like any device. Um, so most of them have their, you know, some of them have their Chromebooks, Um, or their laptops, or their iPads, so iPad and phone, really typical option, you know, they use their phone for their playing their audio tracks, and then they use their computer, or you know, whatever, Uh, and some of them are borrowing their mom's phones, you know, or borrowing their mom's iPad, and that's, that's totally cool. Right, so
1: they have to have two devices if they're going to be playing music they can't play the music on the same devices as, as they're on zoom with that's a good yeah. point to make yeah two devices but but most like, people I'm, have two devices
0: yep haven't had any problems family members have been super supportive um so it's about half adults half teens and uh, it's so funny you know when the teens get in there sometimes their parents are like setting them up you know and like making sure they can see and like they push it. Some of them want to do it themselves. It's so funny because they get it set up and they're like, "Go away, mom, go
1: away." You know, <laughs> and
0: they're like, "I'm ready to work." You know, <laughs> so awesome.
1: it's, it's kind of endearing. It's <laughs> awesome. So one thing that I love that you had already positioned yourself so well for this time period is that you had already created a vocal membership which, like you said, then you had already created a lot of these assets that you could use with your students online. You had already been kind of using them with your students in person, and now you can use them while they're online. It was a super easy transition that way. And then, you know, your members can use these assets. So why don't you talk a little bit about, like, why you decided to start a vocal membership and how it, how it all works? So
0: it started out with, holy cow, I have 60 people and – I'm repeating myself over and over again. And everyone is special and individualized, and, and vocal training is a very individual thing, but foundationally, a lot of the things are the same. And you can learn a lot from just something that's like pre recorded you know, or, or thought out about content creation, you know, like, especially if you're a teacher, like that is what you do. Like you create lesson plans, like you structure content, like you're good at it. If you're a musician, you've probably taken music lessons in the past. So you probably get it, you know, you get that structure, you understand it. So creating that content was easy you know, and then you don't have to repeat yourself. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to explain the breathing, breathing mechanics, like 60 times a week. My brain would turn to mush (laughs) because it's very sciencey. And then trying to put that into like practical application. Like I want it to be one thing and I want it to be consistent. And so when that is just in place, then it sets you up where you can just watch that. And I don't have to recreate that conversation again like you can just go and watch it and then you can practice the exercises that have worked in the studio because all the exercises in there have worked big like big time like everybody is getting results from those exercises so and it's a lot cheaper than um like private lessons so everybody wins because I'm spending less of my energy but I've had the experience that I can create content that I know is going to work for you and I'm confident in that. And then you can spend way less money learning. Learn on your own time. You can take it with you to go. You can practice anything whenever is convenient for you. It's, and you still get feedback from live events inside the membership. So we have coaching calls and master classes where we answer your questions. We give you feedback on your singing. Recommend you know exercises in the membership that would be good for you. And it it just. It makes sense. It's just the log- next logical progression.
1: Yeah, it, it really does. It just, it seems like a really good solution all around for everybody. And when I first found out about your vocal membership, I'm like, that is genius. Like it makes total sense. So um, I you know, a lot of a lot of people in my community have joined your your vocal membership, and I just love what you do. And I know you have a free class, and I wanted to mention that on here. Um, that that's all about like creating captivating vocal performances, like the four steps to be able to do that over and over again. And so, if any of you guys would like to go check that out, you can kind of understand like the stance that Tiffany takes on teaching voice and how this works inside of her membership. And you can go do that at um, starsinger.co slash Brie free training. And we'll put this link in the show notes as well, but that's starsinger.co slash Brie free training. And you're definitely going to love that workshop. I know that I've had it um, delivered to my community a couple different times by Tiffany and they've absolutely loved the workshop. So um, is there any last tips that you want to give people on just transitioning into this online world? If maybe they've never ever taught online like is there any any like pep talk you can give them
0: (laughs) this is the way of the future like embrace it this is gonna make your life so much easier and when it comes to the tech it's really about hey just push that button and see what it does (laughs) (laughs) like you know and, and once you I think it's all about expectations. You know, it can be a little bit scary when you don't know how it's going to work. But once you push the buttons and you're like, oh, that's how it works. Like, it's super easy. It's like snapping your fingers. Like one day you didn't know how to do it. Now you do. And you're like, how did I not know how to do that? So it's the way of the future. Just embrace it. Give it a try. Push some buttons. You're going to make some mistakes. There will be some technical difficulties. That would mean you are normal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) and do you think this could work just as well for people that are teaching any kind of musical like an instrument or anything
0: yes the voice is the hardest it's got to be it's just got to be um or any instrument that has accompaniment because yeah it's great violin great ear training right call and response piano call and response like guitar you know you're gonna you you can maybe well it might not be on time but like It'll teach you to play with other people because you can watch your teacher's chord shapes, mm. you know, and you can follow them. And yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be great. And especially if you or your, your students are heavily relying on visually watching you, what's most important to a musician? Like your ears, like this is going to force you to train your ears in so many awesome ways. So encourage you to give it a try.
1: Yeah, and I think um, for vocalists also, we were talking a little earlier and I had mentioned this on a couple different podcast episodes about how I think that the the home studio world is just going to explode now too and people are going to be recording even more from home and being able to just really hone your vocal skills in something like Tiffany's membership can really help you in expanding that stream of income down the road as well. Do you see that really expanding in the future, Tiffany? Yeah,
0: totally. I actually have a friend who we were talking about before, and he does all of, he has a recording studio online. um, Pretty big deal. And Yeah, his business is just exploding because people are like, I need to learn. like I, I need to record from home now. This is the time I might have a little extra time and I can't go to the studio. So I have to do it, you know, and when you're when you're recording an album, there's so much more to think about than just is my singing good enough? And if that creeps in there at any time, mm. like, that is just going to create another variable that you, like, you don't want to deal with. So when you're going in the recording process, like, you've got to know that your music is good. you got to know that you sound good, and you have to better off, better, most importantly, <laughs> you have to feel like your music is good. Because if you don't feel like it's good, then it's not going to come off in the recording. So,
1: That's a really good point. You don't want to have to be thinking about that constantly. Your vocals should be effortless when you're in the studio so you can think about other things. You can think about expressing and you can think about the words and all that stuff, right?
0: Yeah. And same thing with live performances too. So now you've got, you know, tech in front of you. Maybe you're like reading some comments that are like, awesome job, heart face, like with eyes, like you know, and you're, those are little distracting things that pop into your brain. So, you know, if you can mm. receive those comments, you know, while you're singing and while you're playing, that's another thing, you know.
1: Right. So, you're not s- s- instead like thinking in the back of your mind, okay, that high note's coming. How am I going to approach that? You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, you're can on think the vocal, about- you don't have to think about that.
0: Yeah. You can think about, wow, they're really enjoying my performance. Like, wow, I'm really making a connection here.
1: <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, um, I just wanted to mention Tiffany also has a podcast. It's an awesome podcast. I've been on there. I think I was on there about a year ago. Um, But a lot of my friends and people that I really uh, respect in the industry are on there. And, of course, she's giving vocal tips and things. So tell them a little bit about your podcast and where they can find it.
0: Well, thank you. It's the Star Singer podcast, and it's everywhere podcasts are. And Everywhere
1: podcasts are. (laughs) And how can they find you on social media?
0: I'm at Tiffany Van Boxtel on Instagram, and that's where I'm at. You know, if you want to DM me, I'm pretty accessible, pretty friendly, pretty chill. (laughs) So give me a DM. I will personally
1: DM you back. I can vouch for that. Totally. she's a she's a dm queen she's better than me she goes she's on there every day i'm not always on there every day so if you write to her she will write back so thank you so much tiffany and again her free class if you want to check that out um, for anyone interested in learning more about vocal technique and giving great performances whether and remember performances now are also online it's we're not just talking about performances in person anymore even more now than ever, we're going to be focusing on performing on live streaming. So that is still giving a performance. So you need to think about that that way. Um, That's at starsinger.co slash Brie, B-R-E-E, free training. Thank you so much, Tiffany. And we really appreciate all these tips. And I hope this gets some of you really thinking about how you can take your studio online and not feeling like oh my gosh, the rug has been pulled out from under me. I don't have any income. Yes, you do. You just need to tell your students that this is the new way of doing it. So thanks so much for all your tips. Oh, thanks
0: for having me. It was super fun.
1: <laughs> now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com and music by Stella Ronson.